0: And we're back with another memorable episode of the Stripe Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, Jiggery Pokery, Zach Main, here with...
1: Holy guacamole, I'm Alex Beardsley,
0: you rats with wings. (laughs) And we're here to discuss season Two, episode 11?
1: 12. No, it's 12, bud. <laughs> there it is. You were wrong.
0: I just did that on purpose. No. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> pressure and the Smoking peanuts. Yes. Two that maybe you might not know by name, but know by content, hopefully. Yeah. Um. Like I...
1: I have told you before the well, we we originally watched pressure like uh, last year when we like kind of first started hanging out again. And then we decided to do the podcast based on that day when we watched a few Spongebob episodes. So this one does hold kind of a special significance to this podcast in a way. Um, So it's fun to actually get to it and get to talk about it. And I was, like, just gushing over how good it was when, uh, when we just watched it. Um, so I'm excited to talk to you people about it. And The Smoking Peanut as well is a really, really good one. Um, these are both, like, jam-packed with jokes, like, hardcore. Like, it's going to be hard to... I feel like this one is probably going to be long. Um, hopefully not too too long. But, like, it's like there's so much funny stuff to talk about here.
0: Yeah, um, very, very good all the way through. I wish we could just play the whole episode.
1: <laughs> I know it's there's probably gonna be it's gonna be a clip heavy episode. I think, um, just because a lot of this stuff is gonna be a lot funnier to hear it in yeah. reality than just hear us uh, kind of mime through it or yeah. whatever.
0: Well, then let's get out of the way some of our intro. Talking points or anything?
1: Sure. Um, I can't think of too, too much that I'm that I need to say in the in the early going. Yeah. What about you?
0: Um, for me, people who follow my uh, FIFA? talkings of FIFA. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I've been playing the new one now, and it's pretty good. Uh, I don't know if it's anyone is and
1: listening wants to play Zach.
0: Yeah. Uh, challenge me. I have Ultimate Team. He plays
1: on Xbox and his name is Mystified.
0: Yeah. I would challenge anyone I think, who's listening. I think he's pretty good, so be aware. I usually beat Jake. And Jake is
1: top tier in the world. He's no, like but top he, five.
0: he's <laughs> on the podcast, so people. Oh, people know, know. Jake, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah right, right. Uh, he was with us for a couple episodes in season
0: one. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I'm playing through Link's Awakening. I mean, we kind of talked off air about how cool that is as a game. Yeah. Uh, how it's a side piece type thing. A, si- a side piece. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty <laughs> you know, sweet. Playing through it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's just a funny thing to call it a side piece. <laughs> like yeah. Like it's your like, I don't know, your side chick. Like that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, uh. T baked a lot had a a concert
1: yeah locally also former uh friend of the show and former guest
0: yeah and he uh i don't know he had a good amount of people there and the people liked it he went on pretty late in the show yeah so he did well you think yeah
1: That's cool. I totally forgot about it. Like we talked about it literally the day before and it was like Friday and I was like, no, I don't have anything to do tonight on Friday. (laughs) And then I saw, (laughs) I knew you weren't going to go. I saw the pics the next day and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have minded, but I really wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. I wasn't going to bug you. Yeah. But,
0: uh, that's all I got to say about that.
1: That's all I got to say about that. Well, um. I don't think I have anything really to say other than I've been listening to Ween a lot. Uh, They're like my favorite band right now. Uh, I got to show you a song after we record this just as a double reminder because I know I already said it before. But uh, I could show you a lot of songs. They're so good, dude. But I've been playing music a lot more, so I'm hopefully going to be recording some music soon. I'm excited. Look forward to that. Um, yeah, but, um, we're gonna start the podcast now, I think, for real, for the review portion.
0: I also wanted to say that, uh, we have talked about things we find off air where I've said things that we've just accepted or didn't call out, but some things I've said oh, about, yeah. like, certain voice actors playing certain people. You get some things wrong. wrong, yeah, but no one seems to say anything about it, but... Just know that I know that I'm stupid.
1: What did you say? You said that um, Tom Kenny voiced Ren. Yeah. In Ren right. and Right, I
0: confused that.
1: Um, which is not the truth. And yeah, then, I think that's the only one. That's the main one I, I remember. Oh, have
0: you watched Disenchantment?
1: Um, I've tried to watch it a couple of times. For some reason, I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. Really? Yeah. I
0: felt like the the ending few episodes of season one were really good yeah it was like oh this is cool and then season two I think is good as well
1: yeah maybe I'll give it another shot because I do I want to like it so bad but every time I turn it on I'm just like eh. no the voice this.
0: actors are great and they yeah. they had a a Futurama reference in the second episode of the new season that makes sense yeah uh, if you're gonna watch it uh skip ahead like 30 seconds from when i start talking uh spoiler alert oh not that it's a big deal but the king who's voiced by uh john dimaggio right the voice of bender Uh he's like swinging an axe and he says bite my shiny metal axe oh nice yeah good little line that's cool I don't think it would ruin the show for anyone yeah, hearing yeah, that. Yeah, it's anyways, not, not much of a spoiler. Yeah, but it is cool when it happens. A joke, though. Yeah, a fun. And
1: and with that, I say, uh, are you ready, Zach?
0: <laughs> aye, aye, Alex. Pressure by Paramore.
1: <clears throat> episode 32A. uh This aired originally on March 8th of 2001. The storyboard director was Jay Lender. Storyboard artist was William Reese, and it was written by those two along with David B. Fane, which uh hasn't done an episode in season two thus far. This is the first one. Fain. He be Fane, but um I believe he also I think this is his last uh, writer credit. I think that's correct. Um Animation Director is Sean Dempsey and Creative Director.
0: Every episode in a row. Still <laughs> the creative direction belongs to Derek. Uh
1: he's what is he? He's sixty four for sixty four. It's like good, a Nintendo. Good number. Um so yes. We open up to SpongeBob and Sandy laying down in the sand in a remote location.
0: Yeah, just watching the looking at the sky really and enjoying the clouds. Yeah. And Chilling. Sandy says that it's nice to hang up her hang glider and just watch the clouds. Thought it that's like a little funny. It's just saying you know, a lot of times she likes to be extreme, but sometimes she likes to chill. And yeah. And they they just are relaxing together. It's a funny little joke, um, to kind of start setting the mood of the episode, where he's like, "Oh, you know what that cloud looks like?" She's like, "Yeah." What a flower! And she's like, "They all look like flowers all the time." Yeah. And so it's kind of like, yes. I, she's kind of growing old of it a little yeah, bit yeah, right kind right. of it's just starting to set the tone,
1: yeah, right, right. there's a little bit of annoyance there yeah but then Sponge but SpongeBob, Bob, yeah.
0: yeah, he says they sure do yeah he he's just
1: but they're chilling there and uh, they just to describe the scene a little bit too, she pulls her hands out of her uh like suit sleeves of her suit and then like has them like up in her thing up in her, uh, helmet, her helmet so she can like, Put him behind her head to relax, you know, as she's laying down. Yeah. Um.
0: And? Then
1: she just, out of nowhere, is like, normally I'd race you to the top of coral cliffs, but I don't want to <laughs> miss a sec- miss out on a second of this beautiful beauty. What a funny way to describe the day. Yeah. Like, who, whoever has said, like, oh, it's a beautiful beauty out, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that would be weird as fuck. Yeah.
0: But also, she's... She's kind of saying, like, she's putting it out there, you know, like, if you're about she's it, I'm about it. She's trying
1: to, like, yeah, she's trying to instigate it.
0: Yeah, because, you know, they get a little bit of back and forth, like, who wants to get all dirty anyway? Sandy, right, yeah, it's Sandy, yeah, and sweaty. Right, it's back and forth. Right, and then, yeah. they're, and then Sandy says, besides, I think we know who'd get to the top first, and then they both laugh, and they go, ha, me. And then there's a little bit of... Oh, Sandy, that's weird. Uh, it sounded like you said you could beat me in a climbing contest. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like, well, I'm a squirrel. Like, that's what we do. We yeah, climb. But,
0: but the second that it goes to her, she's already jumped up and puts her arms back in her suit. She, so she's she's ready to she's go. She's pretty ready yeah. to
1: go. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, uh, yeah, I'm a squirrel. See? And it, she points to her patch, which... In season two is now the iconic acorn patch.
0: Yeah. Andy, you can see a close-up of it. You can see, like, little stitching yeah, of where it's right. stitched in. She
1: stitched it on there.
0: And SpongeBob's response is, oh, I thought you, I thought that meant you were nuts. <laughs> yeah. So now we find out that SpongeBob thought that Sandy is nuts.
1: Well, I think he's joking, though, too, right? Like, they're trying to, like, he- get under each other's skin to, like...
0: But the way he says it is so innocent, too. It's not like, I That's thought true. that you were it is, nuts. It is a
1: pretty innocent delivery, but... Just, I thought you were nuts. It is like... Yeah. it's. I don't know. It's it's funny, though, either way. Yeah. Um, And she's like, no, that means I'm a natural-born climber. I'm from the surface world.
0: Yeah, I'm better. <laughs> and he even says, land schmand. Just kind of... I don't know how that ever took off as a thing, where yeah. you just say... Oh, if I put an SH in front of this thing, that makes it crappy.
1: Yeah, right. If I rhyme it with a... Alex Schmalix. Yeah, right. Forget that name. Uh, But he talks about finger strength here, which is like such a weird joke. I don't understand what that's about.
0: (laughs) His claim for being able to win is that as a sea critter, he has more finger strength. And then he holds his palm out. And with his other hand, he puts his middle two fingers as feet and then his outer two fingers as arms. Uh, yeah, as arms. But so where's his thumb? Is his thumb there? I don't remember. Well, yeah. Or does he just have four fingers?
1: It's basically, for this shot, it's basically like four even fingers. Yeah, yeah. so the
0: thumb kind of looks like one of the other fingers. But right. basically, his arms flex. Like, or the, his fingers—they look like arms. They yeah, flex. They, flex. they and, have
1: little biceps. Yeah,
0: they move differently too, because they flex upward and downward. Yeah, right. So they're kind of bending all over the place. Yeah,
1: very strong fingers. Um, but yeah. I don't—I don't know. It's just a strange joke to me. But whatever, it's fine. It's funny.
0: So he's got the strong hands, and then when he turns around to see her again, he says, "What do you say to that, Miss Mittens?" I'd she, say I'm already halfway there. Yeah. And she's already climbing she's up She's already on the mountain, but she has, or the cl- coral cliffs. She's not just using finger strength, right? She has, it's a full body workout. She has climbing. like a, yeah, she has a pickaxe. This and is actually a, a rock,
1: rock climbing hat I'm wearing for the, for rock. the listeners at home.
0: It's in the font of uh schoolhouse rock.
1: <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I, like, knew that, but I didn't really think about <laughs> it. <clears>
0: throat>
1: uh, throat> but, yeah. So, she's climbing up the thing. Yeah, she's got a, a like, pickaxe thing or whatever to climb better. Yeah. Um, and SpongeBob is just climbing bare hands. So, really, SpongeBob is, like...
0: More impressive. Yeah,
1: right. He's doing doing more work. And, in um, fact,
0: there's a whole little ledge that's stuck there and Sandy uh, makes it fall when SpongeBob's on it. So he has to crawl much faster and jump off just to stay where he's at.
1: And he's like, you did that on purpose. And And she's she's like, oh, well, this is an accident. Yeah. Like, what a a jerk.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Then she, uh, like, takes pieces of rock in the side and just throws them down at him. Yeah. A bunch
1: of rocks and it takes them all the way down.
0: Yeah, and he's falling, and she makes fun of him. Too bad you forgot your umbrella, like your Mary Poppins or something. Yeah, and he SpongeBob responds with, "I
1: didn't, <laughs> I didn't." Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. And then what? he,
0: you know, he's using an umbrella to float him all the way up to the top instantly. But Rides he's also, it right to the top. Yeah, he's also wearing like a dress, isn't he? No. No, he just has the voice,
1: no, just the voice, and it's like a but it's like a frilly orange umbrella,
0: yeah, it's very girly,
1: yeah, but he he goes right up to the top and he clearly passes sandy with and yeah. it's like so it's made to look like he definitely beats her, right, by a lot,
0: right, but then when he gets up there, it pans over a little bit, and there's sandy in a in like an armchair with a newspaper. And she, she's like, well, it's about time you got here, as yeah. if she'd been waiting for some she's time. She's been there
1: for a while, yeah. That's
0: the classic move when, you know, if you're uh, racing someone to something or, you know, yeah. or you just got there and you, like, sit down, like, oh, wow, you know, finally. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, oh, I'll meet you in the lobby of the hotel. Right. And you get down there instantly and you look like you you're chill, but then yeah. they come out of the elevator right after, like... Oh, man. <laughs> you had me waiting so long. Yeah, I get, I get what movie. you're
1: saying. Yeah, yeah, classic fun thing uh, to just mess with people. Yeah. But so she's up Cause there. Because she couldn't have been there long. Right, right. Like, she transported. She, she planted, teleported somehow. Yeah. She
0: planted the chair in the newspaper. They were up there before. <clears> they were already there. That's yeah. why she made the challenge. Yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, um... SpongeBob is not ha- happy about that, so he's like, he demands a rematch, and he wagers that they should race to the Krusty crab. And you can see the Krusty crab is right down the road from coral, coral cliffs.
0: Yeah, so they went from climbing to running. They're going through the three... Uh,
1: the three amigos.
0: The three different challenges of Chow Gardens. In oh. The Chow tournaments, okay. you know, they do climbing and then they do running, and then I never really did the. the that. And then the other part is flying, mostly in swimming.
1: Chow Gardens from Sonic Adventure,
0: yeah, too. So, anyways, uh, SpongeBob says that he can run faster because he's hydrodynamically designed, and right. he, uh, you can see, he opens his holes and lets a bunch of air flow through them and he has his superhero type voice yeah, or his announcer voice.
1: Yeah, and, like, his eyes always do a similar thing when he uses that voice, too. Like, his eyes change to a different shape as well.
0: Yeah, they become more human-like.
1: Right. Um, so, uh...
0: So, basically, he, he challenges her and then... uh He says, do you think you can win in that clunky tin tube? And she says, well, why don't you ask my behind? She's
1: pretty angry at this point, actually. She's like, you can tell she's like. But
0: she's in the running stance. And then it zooms in on her so we can just see her face. And she goes, you know, ask my behind. That is, if you can catch it, what do you say to that? Hydro pants. And then, you know, she like looks really determined. I'd but then, say
1: I'm already halfway there, halfway there, halfway there, and you can hear like the scratch of the record player, and you, and then it's re- revealed.
0: Right, she looks over, and it's there's one a of those player.
1: phonographs with the big horn on it. It's actually a huge thing; yeah. like it's as big as. Sandy. It's a big stand-up. Yeah, and, and like,
0: he... So he recorded himself saying that on <laughs> onto <laughs> on, a vinyl record. Etched it onto a vinyl and then set this whole thing up while she wasn't looking. Yeah. And then ran off.
1: And ran off to the Krusty crab. What a what a funny thing and it's obviously a play on what she just did to him. Yeah, so
0: he had to have recorded it somehow very fast.
1: Right. <laughs> um so Although
0: you know if you I think you can there's a way to play the grooves in certain vases in uh different things made of clay that have ridges like that where you can hear what was going on when it was carved. Really? Similarly to how they can play records. No way. Yeah. That's There's weird. some kind of thing like that. Yeah.
1: I've never heard of that. That's I'm pretty sure it's a thing. That sounds crazy. I don't think to I me. was duped. Um but anyway, SpongeBob is running down the road uh and he just runs into a brick wall that is right in the middle of the road. So I'm assuming it's like she put it there somehow, you know, that's kind yeah. of what's insinuated.
0: But from driving tests, we would assume that this is a normal thing. Some roads just have a brick wall there because they need so. to know how to you pass gotta, it properly. You have to d-
1: drive around it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's either way. She's, she's right there behind him. Like he hits the brick wall and falls down and she jumps off of him. Off yeah. of his face or his back? His back. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think it's his back too. Yeah. The face, that would be like big, big mean.
0: Yeah. So. But she
1: uses him like a trampoline and goes right over the wall.
0: Yeah. And then we get this one single shot. It's kind of cool. It's.
1: It's an interesting thing. It's yeah. doing
0: it more as like, there's no way SpongeBob could have beat her again, but they set it up by having her, she's just running by herself. And then there's one continuous shot of her going through the doors of the Krusty Krab, and over right. like through the lobby area to kind of in front of the counter. It's one big shot, and it goes through the wall.
1: It's like a weird, yeah, it's a weird scrolling shot where she runs in. Like she run, it's like picture like a two-dimensional side scroller. She's yeah. like running sideways. She's running to the right. She goes through the door, and then she's now in a 3D space. Kind yeah. of it,
0: uh, that, it like warps around. Her. I can't,
1: I can't quite explain it. That I'm sure that doesn't do much for anybody that explanation. So, um, check the episode out. You'll see what we mean. Um yeah, it's, it's an, an interesting, interesting
0: shot. Uh. Exactly. So, but she's like, see, I told you, and uh, by the time that she gets there, there's you can tell it's SpongeBob with an old gray beard and. I think he has a cane. It's
1: worth noting, too, that, yeah, she's, like, running with her head turned behind her. Right, because so, she's talking to SpongeBob. Right, so then she, her. when she turns around, he's he's right there, and it, like, t- catches her off guard.
0: And he gives a nice line. That's just like a land creature to keep a sea creature waiting. <laughs> Licking
1: so then, his lips like a gross old man.
0: Yeah, then he throws away his props and laughs. Yeah. And she's she says, "I thought you wanted a rematch." And then, you know, so she's kind of saying you wanted a a chance to fight fair and then you cheated. But he's like, "Well, I just did I just took a head start just like you did." You know, they're both kind of Yeah.
1: It's true. She really has I get like what she's saying as far as like yeah, you said was, it was going to be fair, but it's like
0: Right, she was probably thinking, oh, the first thing, that was just kind of a joke. Right, right. And then we had a real real thing. And you, yeah, and you cheated, But SpongeBob thought the first one was real, too. Right. So they're going back and forth. Right, because she
1: says, I was just funning with you that time. (laughs) But I guess y'all underwater folks don't have to play fair.
0: Yeah, so then we get a funny back and forth with them. I guess we
1: don't. Air breather. Water sucker. Tree climber. Gulf streamer. Kite flyer. Tum
0: her. Take that back, you not wet person. Aha! You can't even come up with another name. That proves it. Proves what? That land critters are better than sea critters. So as you heard, they're going back and forth. And then the only thing SpongeBob can think of to call her is, Not wet person. So just like the creative director himself. Yeah, I was thinking that. (laughs) I
1: I thought, oh, I was like, oh, dude, not wet person. Oh, we should have said that. We should have called him not wet person.
0: Right, yeah. Dang.
1: Derek Drymon. We haven't actually made that joke in a while. So if anyone has forgotten, we often talk about how Derek Drymon is a man who dislikes getting wet.
0: And is from Jamaica. And also, he's pretty... uh, He's pretty frequent with his Instagram posts. He's still posting a lot of art that he does. Oh, really? In his interesting style. I gotta,
1: I gotta follow him. Yeah. Um.
0: So uh, they're going back and forth after that, and she yeah. says, "Well, because you couldn't think of a name that proves that land critters are better." And then Patrick walks in, and he's like, "Better at what?" And then she kind of has to loop him in on everything that. They're better at than sea critters. Including
1: cattle roping, pie eating, wood chopping, and flying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Including flying.
1: Which is just funny to me.
0: She's like a flying squirrel. I guess. Squidward is asking what she's blabbering about, and Patrick informs him that she thinks sea critters are best. And then she keeps going on,
1: goes on with more. Yep, horse riding, yeah.
0: fur styling, and rowing. Y'all got us licked in swimming.
1: Yeah, she gives them that one
0: right. You guys rightfully so. But we've got corn shucking, hay baling, <laughs> barn
1: raising. It's all like uh, rednecky type yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, and it's and then Mr. Crabs comes in too. So it's the line of the four boys. And she says, "and fishing," and they all go, "Oh, they're all disgusted." Yeah, that she yeah. Would mention fishing,
1: like, uh, and the way she says it too, you can tell she's like, yeah, "This is gonna get them. them." Yeah,
0: yeah. Although we have seen that they do fish in Bikini Bottom as well.
1: That's true.
0: So who knows who's best? But yeah <laughs> um, and then she says, "and name calling for sure." Yeah. Dang. It, yeah. And then Squidward with a great line and Drowning. Don't forget Drowning.
1: Yeah, what a good one. <laughs> yeah. A zinger.
0: But the only one who laughs actually is SpongeBob and he goes, Ha ha, good one, Squidward. Woo! And he jumps up to high five him. Yeah. And, and he, he freezes. just freezes. Yeah, he freezes in the air, and Squidward says, Not on your life, sport. <laughs> and then he just falls to the ground. Yeah. Great little thing where Spongebob's like, oh, yeah, we're on the same side of this. I could probably get Squidward to, like, pal around with me. And so, Squidward's like, no.
1: But <laughs> even though he's like, no, they are kind of all ganging up on her, though, as they all kind of get a zinger on her here, where Spongebob is like, yeah. I'll admit, you've got some good moves for a squirrel, and then they all laugh <laughs> together. <laughs> and he does the... the, the th- Oh, man, this is hilarious. He does the thing where he, like... He does he
0: turns his hand
1: it's like the uh if anyone remembers this is a super specific reference but the, o- the original like crunch rap supreme commercial yeah good where to it's go good to go yep. and he's like signaling he's cutting them off he's telling them to stop laughing when i when i wave my hand
0: yeah. basically yeah which usually is a a sign of he's the power the, he's the leader. leader yeah he's yeah. the
1: leader of this gang uh, this band of uh, you know bullies yeah well he
0: did start all this and he did perform in some of the games that were meant to prove it
1: is kind of funny because both parties are kind of like just defending themselves but they're also like being mean about it like they're not like it's not like innocent defending they're like getting kind of malicious at each other like you know just being jerks to each other yeah Uh, the land and the sea you know.
0: But Spongebob says, you're just a land creature, as if that is a term of, uh, like, that's a way of putting her down. Yeah. And she says, squirrels can do anything they want to. <laughs> I mean, squirrels are pretty cool, but there are certain things they can't do, I would say.
1: And then Patrick gets his his zinger.
0: Yep, so she just mentioned all the things they're better at, but then now they're showing her things that they can do. Yeah. I bet that she can't eat a Krabby Patty Double Deluxe in one bite," Patrick remarks, and then he he has one. Yeah, and it's huge too. It's very big. He puts it into his mouth, and then it's just sitting there in his throat. And his eyes get small and glossy.
1: The burger is larger than Patrick's like head, you know. Yeah,
0: and he. Uh, it looks like he's going to choke on it because it's so big in his neck. Well, he doesn't
1: even chew it at all. He just shoves it right down his throat. (laughs) And
0: you can see the outline of it sticking out of his neck. And then he he eats it, and she's like, give me that. So they just had another one laying around. Also, I mean, Patrick maybe paid for it before. I don't know if Mr. Krabs would enjoy him just eating these. He did
1: have two burgers on his plate when he walked up, but they weren't big like that.
0: So then... uh, Sandy grabs a patty and says, they don't call me Cheeks for nothing. (laughs) And then she puts it She just smashes it right into her helmet. Obviously, she can't eat it through her helmet. And,
1: like, normally she would know this, but she's riled up. So she's like, I'll show you.
0: And all the ingredients go everywhere, and they just start laughing at her more. Some of them,
1: like, stick on the glass of her helmet.
0: And as they're all laughing, Patrick's going, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, right,
1: right, right. They're all doing this thing where they're, like, a gang of, like, bullies. They're all, like,
0: you know. They're the boys, for sure. They have the numbers advantage. And she's like, well, that's just one thing. And Mr. Krabs, now he pipes up, can you do this? And he puts his eyes in, like he alternates them into his shell and out. Yeah. So just popping out. He says, everyone in my family can do this. (laughs) And then she does do a pretty good attempt at it. She does manage to get one eye really small and pop it out. Yeah. But by the time she can do that, Squidward's already balancing plates on all of his tentacles on like pieces on long pieces of wood as mm-hmm. you've seen how people yeah plate plates.
1: plate spinning yeah there was a there's a uh minigame in donkey kong 64 where you have to shoot the cannon to keep these uh turtles spinning yeah. on sticks that's something yeah there's that a lot of, of
0: games of, that uh that have that i think there was a warioware minigame prob- yeah, probably yeah
1: probably Um, but I wanted to say right quick, I'd, uh, I'd like to see Pearl do what Mr. Krabs does.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) She is in his family. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a
1: funny line that is too. Like everyone in my family can do that. It's like, well, they're all crabs. I get it. It's just like a, like, it's just funny (laughs) for him to say.
0: Uh, so she's doing, or Squidward's doing that. And then SpongeBob says, can you produce by budding? And he... Can ya? Yep. Can you? Can you? And they're like little, little offshoots. SpongeBob's come off of him. Yeah. And one even comes off of one of the other ones Yeah. at the end.
1: I guess that's how sponges reproduce, apparently.
0: Yeah. And I don't
1: know. I should have looked that up.
0: And then they do, most importantly, can you do this? And then they all make their eyes very big and round and... I don't know. They kind of have like the Pac-Man pupil in it, and they just go. Duh, duh. <laughs> I remember now that we see some of these, and especially this era, I feel like maybe the reason that I remember using these lines in class is maybe we would use them like right after the new episode aired. Probably because I do right. remember doing this gimmick in yeah. school as well. Like, oh, can you do this? Like, as a joke. Yeah,
1: right, right, right. Um, Yeah, I mean, I remember talking about... I just don't have that many specific memories of, like, talking about these episodes with kids when I was young. I guess occasionally I do, but not as often as you.
0: She says, why would I want to do any of that dumb stuff for anyways?
1: Yeah, and uh, Spongebob is, like, just admit it. You can't do anything that we can do. And he he goes to like the ultimate, I feel like, where he's like, you couldn't even live down here if it weren't for that suit. Like, yeah, like that's like uh, and obviously that is that really it's true makes her mad. And it is true. That, but but her, it is true. But it
0: her Texas temper gets the better. Right, of her. right, right. Exactly. And, and she's uh, trying to argue with it. You know, she's like, well, you know, and then is interrupted by laughing. Yeah. And then, I don't need to... And then they all start laughing even harder. Right. And she gets mad. She rips her suit off, and then she takes her helmet off and s- just smashes it on the ground.
1: Yeah, I love how she breaks it. Like, she didn't have to do that, but she's yeah, just very so dramatic. mad. Yeah. Um. And then... <laughs> preserve how long can she stay like that
0: i don't know sandy's a girl yeah it's funny because everyone they keep, says something they keep having shots where they're all four in the same shot and this time they alternate to the end and the only thing that patrick can say is sandy's a girl because he can <laughs> see her bikini <laughs> right which he has seen he's at the definitely before. seen before
1: but it, it's just playing to that patrick's a dumbass like yeah it's he fun. he was never able to figure that out till now somehow. Right,
0: they're worried about how long she can last underwater and he's like, "Oh, she's a girl." Yeah, right. <laughs> but and then SpongeBob concedes already. He goes, "You know, you sure proved us wrong. I guess land critters are better. At least until they need to breathe." Yeah. And then he has such like a sly look on
1: his face there yeah, too. Yeah, they
0: get little like little laughing and then she does a very tough wink. Yeah. Uh but she's not breathing clearly.
1: Won't and, be long now.
0: Yep. So then they keep doing things like asking her if she's lightheaded or making taking deep breaths in front of her, getting her to want to breathe.
1: Yeah, remember this? Yeah, and they don't
0: <gasps> care that she's about to die. <laughs> right. They're just making fun of her still. <laughs> right. And then it's
1: fucked up actually.
0: And then her face turns like red and purple, right? Yeah. And well, then, it
1: turns red, but I did want to say Mr. Krabs says it's free, which is just funny yeah, for him cause, to say,
0: right? Because he's into things being free. Yeah. Right. As we'll see in the next episode too. So,
1: and um, yeah, her her face gets red, and then she uh, she
0: starts to suffocate. She tr-
1: she eventually like out of like natural b- bodily instinct, like she tries to breathe and like can't obviously. And then, Just like
0: suffocating.
1: Uh, yeah, and she heads to the uh, cash register area, the well, little boat.
0: First she first uh, we get a close-up of her. It goes into her like an x-ray. Oh, right. And we yeah. see her lungs. Um, they, they're both there looking normal, and then they shrivel up, and one of them even falls off and daintily falls to the bottom of her stomach.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Very I, that, dainty. Yeah, as a kid, I was like, I think she'd be dead. <laughs> right, right. You know, she's she only has one lung now. It's yeah, crazy. Uh but the only thing she can think of to do is to run over grab a pickle jar from behind the boat register area and then put it over her head.
1: Yeah, it's all she can find. And apparently there's it was airtight. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, and there's there are some pickles or a pickle pickles and some juice and pickle juice and yeah, yeah so she can't breathe so she grabs a pickle jar from an underwater place and it somehow has air in it as well still
1: even though it's been opened and closed
0: yeah and she's able to fit her head through it to the point that uh, the jar comes down to her neck It apparently blocks all the water from coming in. (laughs) It's absurd. This was one of the things that we saw. And we're like, yeah, it's kind of... The physics are really crazy. Cat hair? No, it was like a piece of glitter.
1: Oh. Um,
0: Glitter titties.
1: Yeah, I had some glitter titty bitches over.
0: (laughs) So, and she... uh, she tells them to stop laughing at her because it is pretty serious, but they are all still having fun at her expense.
1: It's also funny that she has—they uh, put like a slight echo effect on her voice too, yeah. which is not normally there. Which is yeah. like, why wouldn't it always be exactly? There? Yeah. I wrote the same thing down. Oh no way! That's cool.
0: So then, uh, Mr. Krebs says, "There's no way an airhead was going to win at anything against a water breather." And Patrick laughs that she was called airhead, yeah. and as he does, his the top of his head deflates, and then he uh, puts his thumb in his mouth and blows, and it inflates it back up and actually makes it round, kind yeah, of like, like a over-inflates balloon inflates it. Yeah,
1: from where it normally is, but it's normal again in the next shot, uh, where they all start just
0: chanting chanting
1: for themselves cuz they're so proud of themselves they they ganged up on a on a impressionable uh, foreign woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh but
0: water 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 right and then now she's still in the pickle jar but she uh She says, you think you're hot stuff, don't you? Swimming around with your fancy gills and such. I remember that line. Yeah, right. That's
1: a memorable one. The way she says it is just the delivery makes it memorable, you know.
0: But none of you wet heads could last a minute on my turf, dry land. And then Squidward, with another zinger, (laughs) do we have to wear pickle jars? And then they all just burst out with laughter.
1: Big time laughter. Big laugh. And she's like... Nope, just the clothes on your backs. One minute, no problem, but Landy.
0: That's unfair because Patrick's clothes aren't on his back. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, SpongeBob says that, calls her Landy in as fact, like a insult.
0: <laughs> in fact, they're laughing so much that the next time we see them, it cuts to. Like, the end, the shoreline, them laugh. Them they're, laughing,
1: walking up they to laugh the, the island. They laughed the whole way there. Yeah, they,
0: and they probably had to stop off at the tree dome so she could get another suit.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just Yeah, and they've never been stopped. laughing
0: the whole time. But when they get there, they stop laughing when she says, are you guys going to go out there, you know, challenging yeah. them? And then they're all kind of like, ooh, well... uh, And then they come up with excuses, yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: we're late for our fitting. Yeah, Patrick... They all kind of coddle this sentence together. Yeah,
0: but Crab says we're late for, and then Patrick finishes our fitting, and Sandy with a nice comeback. Yeah. For what? Your chicken costumes? That is good. And then it also was to set up this, where now Patrick is eating popcorn.
1: Suddenly and randomly. Yeah, and he
0: (laughs) says, hey, we are not chicken, and he he throws his hands down in disgust. And he also drops his popcorn. He goes, "Oh, my popcorn!" And starts, bend. He puts his hands to his side and bends over to pick it up like a chicken would.
1: Right. So he looks like he has like little wings, and he is, uh, yeah, picking it up right off the ground. Um, SpongeBob is like, "We'll do it," and puts his finger up out on like he he like breaks the surface with his finger, and he's like, "There." Mission accomplished.
0: <laughs> yep. And she's like, come on. You got to go up there for one minute or you prove that land critters win. And SpongeBob with a nice little line, no way, sand day. <laughs> and then he's he gets them all hyped up. We'll take on your challenge. Yeah.
1: We're not afraid of dumb old land. Yeah. We're sea creatures.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're
1: like a team it's yeah so funny. and then
0: he starts to they, <laughs> they all get start, all hyped and then yeah they all start to go out and then they end up just going behind spongebob yeah they like back they out. like
1: walk in a little circle to go behind him like so so he he must go first apparently yeah. he is the leader as we saw with his little hand gesture earlier
0: yeah but then he's like well i'm gonna do it and crab says wait Here, make it last, and just pulls out a glass, but it has water in it, but it doesn't look different from the outside world. SpongeBob just holds it up, and he gulps it down, but you can't see anything. There's nothing
1: in it, right, because they are underwater. It's just like a dumb joke, but it's hilarious.
0: He even wipes his his face and goes, thanks.
1: Yeah, like this is a thing they do.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh... So then he he does walk out of the water and then we see also if we didn't mention here I go we could see the land from when they were down there and the land is always real
1: right real it is a cool it's a cool shot where you can see above land and underwater in one shot yeah Um, I would recommend. Uh, looking out for that shot if you choose to watch this episode.
0: Yeah, but even when they first get there, the water there's actual water, and that's the the boundary between animation and reality. Like anything above right. the water is real. Yeah, images. Yeah,
1: yeah, live action footage.
0: Yeah, so when SpongeBob goes out there, he's just a sponge on a stick. Like yeah, it's on a metal rod. Uh, it's meant to be you know crappy Uh, yeah 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 yeah
1: uh tacky looking yeah you Um, know
0: they're not faking that it's yeah you know they're not trying to make it
1: look good (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like that's the joke you know and that's how they've done it in the past with like suds and what have you yeah whenever they are in a real world situation they're represented this way
0: so it's literally just a sponge. There's no clothes or arms or anything like that on him. And then uh, the next one to go up is Patrick. He, he The way that he does it is cool, too. He's like, I'm just going to go real quick. Cannonball! And he jumps yeah. upward in Cannonballs cannonball. out of the
1: water. Yeah. And, yeah. And then it's great, too, because, yeah, right, it cuts back to the live footage. And then up from underwater comes uh, Starfish looking very similar to how he did in Suds.
0: Yeah. And then patrick remarks hey i lost my trunk yeah
1: I, that's a great joke that's that's a memorable one for me i don't know why it's just funny
0: and they bob them up and down and turn them as if they're talking right know, the that's
1: that's how they like show that they're talking like how in um you know red versus blue the old days it's just yeah. like nodding and yeah, turning to let you know that they are t- that is who is talking
0: yeah so spongebob's like all right pat Come on, Mister Krabs. Yeah. And I, Mister Krabs' line was also memorable. All ashore that's going ashore, Mister Squidward. Land and ho. ho!
1: And he's up, and he's a uh, like a toy crab, one yeah. of those like mold. You know, they it comes out of a mold, mass-produced kind of toy thing. Yep.
0: Um. And then, uh, so he's also naked. <laughs> Yeah, And Spongebob even looking good, Mr. Krabs. I love that, yeah. It is kind of like they're just being naked up there in their own eyes. I never
1: really thought about it that way, but that is kind of what it is. Because
0: he mentioned already, like, oh, I don't have my clothes on. Yeah,
1: no, that's funny. I didn't think, but like in relation to that line for Mr. Krabs, I always just thought that was a funny line. Um and Patrick is, like, you know, they're, they're all just, like, up there. They're just, like, excited. Like, yeah. they're happy and excited up there.
0: And uh, SpongeBob says, come on, Squidward, you're missing all the dry. So he and actually the, likes the dry, unlike when he was in the Tree Dome right, as
1: well. I, I always thought that was strange. Like, how, how do they, like, how are they up there and they're just okay? It's kind of weird. Maybe, I mean, most
0: of them are things that can I guess, live outside. I guess the being
1: area. on the island, maybe, like surrounded by water makes it easier. But they
0: are all things that can live outside of water for a little bit.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Squid probably
0: the shortest amount of time.
1: Right, a squid... Well, squid, yeah, they breathe water, right? They're they're fish, technically, I think, right? Squid's not a mammal, is it? No, it's not.
0: No, they lay eggs. Yeah. So, anyways, Squidward says, well, I'll do it. And I won't like it after they chant and cheer him to come up, and then his little thing is an octopus. Uh, but
1: yeah, similar to Mr. Krabs, it's like one of the, these like mass-produced like looking like toys kind yeah, of. Yeah,
0: but Squidward's actually has eyes and a giant nose that they put on there. Yeah, right. And H- it, just it has like eyes in.
1: that look like his. He's the only yeah. one who has eyes up there.
0: Yeah, but they look at him and they kind of—it's emphasizing his big nose. Then they're all looking at him, and he just goes what? (laughs) They weren't expecting him to to still have his big nose. But then they're they're just kind of walking around like, well, this is, you know, we're here. This is pretty easy. Patrick says he might even get a second rock and put it up there like a vacation home. SpongeBob declares that they're the masters of land and sea. But then they see a seagull, which is also a puppet, but it has tiny strings that are also very noticeable. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's you know it's the same kind of thing where it's it's meant to be tacky, as you said. That's a good word. Um, yeah,
1: that's. The, I was glad I I found that word because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. you know it's but, tacky. It's like textbook definition.
0: But SpongeBob's like, oh hey, it's a local. Hi, we're from underwater. Do you know Sandy Cheeks? And then the seagull, like, looks at the camera and it looks pissed.
1: I don't know if it's so much, like, he's pissed as it is, like, he's looking at us to be, like, these fucking idiots, you know? He's, like, he's looking at it, Adam, at yeah. like, do you think I know Sandy
0: Cheeks? Yeah, but like- it also is, like... He looks Do I I don't know why.
1: I get what you're saying, but I think it's just kind of like a, do I look like I know Sandy Cheeks? And the happy (laughs) music
0: stops when he does it. Right, right,
1: right. It's it's a really funny shot. I liked that a lot. Um,
0: Yeah, but then we see Sandy uh, timing it, and she's like, well, dang, you know, they did it. Uh, I better go up there and congratulate him. Uh, And then we see her come out of the water, and she is a little... Tiny uh, squirrel toy that's plushy. You know, it's if it looks like it's soft on
1: on the wiki, it said that it was a Thai beanie baby, but it doesn't really look like that to me. Um, I guess it it could be. I mean, maybe like one of those mini ones or something that were like sold at McDonald's or whatever, but I can't remember exactly. I mean, it looks similar, but I don't know if it is. I don't know how you could confirm or deny that unless it was said in an interview somewhere or something.
0: Yeah, but she uh she is the only other one other than Squidward to have a prop and she has a little Her little, little plastic helmet, helmet yeah. on and with a
1: little flower on it too.
0: Right, but she doesn't have any clothes on. So she's naked with him as well. And she sees that uh <laughs> she sees that the seagulls are running around attacking all them and they're screaming and she gives a very memorable line of Holy guacamole! You can't eat my friends, you rats with wings. I love Hi-ya. that. Hey, <laughs> yeah. And she jumps, and the way that the the model of the squirrel is, it kind of looks like she's doing a Liu Kang style kick. I thought I always thought it was very cool looking. Okay, yeah, right. She even jumps back on into the shot, and then yeah. jumps again and kicks, we, and there's we, feathers flying. Yeah,
1: we don't get to actually see the action. Um, it just like she jumps off screen, and you can hear her beating the crap out of those seagulls, and then there's feathers to let us know that they're getting their asses whooped.
0: Yeah, and then it transitions to them floating down in from the top. Uh, They're all fully clothed again somehow, and they're all upright except for Squidward, who's upside down and just lands on top of his head and doesn't mind. Just kind of a a no-reason thing to do other than that it's kind of funny you know that he's on his head and he just stays there and then we get where they discuss the moral of the episode uh thanks for saving us sandy you know everyone's best at something
1: but no one's best at everything sorry i made you take off your helmet sandy sorry i made you go up on dry land spongebob three cheers for feeling sorry for
0: ourselves hip, hip. Hooray! Hooray! Pip, hooray! Hooray. Pip, hooray! SpongeBob says, "Basic. Well, you should just play it, right? The moral is, um, everyone's best at something, but no one's best at everything. You know, everyone's good in their own way. Right, right. And we just don't
1: have to. You don't have to try to be the best at everything.
0: Yep. And they apologize for what they did." You know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So Mr. Krabs, which we've found out now this is, one of his uh, personality traits is that he starts a three cheers for feeling sorry for ourselves. It
1: is, yeah. It's totally a Mr. Krabs thing.
0: Hooray. And Squidward is jumping off of his head and landing back on his head, still upside down. But they all jump. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip. And then we see the seagulls again, but now yeah. they're they're completely uh Pl- featherless. Plucked of their feathers. Yeah, and I think there's feathers falling down from the the tops. Yeah, still. there's
1: like feathers all around and stuff. And they're like sitting down like on their asses like humans, yeah. kind of.
0: Yeah, and then their mouths move. Uh but as an animation post effect, they just took the shot of these real puppets and then they they digitally moved it right. to look like uh, they were saying, "Hooray!"
1: Yeah, like oh. sarcastically, or wh- I don't know what would you call that. It's not sarcastic. Just like they're beat it's up. Like it's they're like, beat up. And but why? Would that's they- a living. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. That's a living.
0: <laughs> Flintstones.
1: <laughs> and that's uh, that's it for uh, that episode.
0: Who voiced the seagulls? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say anywhere that I can see. Okay, then. Well, I uh, really liked that episode a lot. I thought
1: it was hilarious. Uh, really holds up. Really good. Um, I highly recommend you watch this one if you are a listener.
0: I think the most notable uh, line that I still hear from this episode is, I'm already halfway there. Yeah. Halfway there.
1: It's a very... It's got a lot of uh, memorable little little bits in it. Uh, but yes. it was a really good time. Um, we hope that you all enjoyed our little review of it. But in the meantime, until we get to our next uh, episode, we will talk about our Patreon real quick, which is uh, located at patreon.com slash stripesweater. We have... Our $1 tier, where you get added to our Facebook supporters page. Um, that's such a shitty reward. But, um, <laughs> like, we should get, like, a Discord or something for Stripes, whatever. Yeah. Because that's, like, a thing that a lot of people do. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then you can, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe not pay for it, but I don't know.
0: For, like, a certain or, forum of it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I see people do that. They're like, you know, this will get you access to the exclusive Discord or whatever, you know. Uh, But, that's kind of a tough one. You gotta have like people who support as it is. But, cut all that out. So, $1 tier. uh, The Honorary Town Rookie will get you added to our Facebook supporters page. And for $3 a month you can become a Goofy Goober and we will give you a personal shout out on this section of the podcast the uh the mid the intermission the midpoint break uh so we do have one of those to give a shout out and that is our good pal uh chum chewer jordan lang
0: chum chewer yeah oh that's true i always thought she said tongue chewer
1: nah dog
0: that's funny okay chum chewer thanks jordan
1: yeah thanks jordan and thank you all for listening please consider uh checking out the patreon uh and the more people that sign up you know the more fun stuff we can do with it we're not that active on there because there's not um a lot going on there so uh more and more stuff can be can be done by us if uh more and more people support us monetarily unfortunately that is the way of the world um and of course we're not begging or anything just wanted to say it's there for you if you feel inclined and we love you either way so thanks
0: So, we are back with The Smoking Peanut.
1: Yes. Episode 31B, The Smoking Peanut, was directed by Paul Tibbet and Walt Dorn. Storyboard directed by Carson Kugler. Written by Tibbet, Dorn, and Mr. Lawrence. And animation director was Andrew Overtoom. Creative director.
0: Not wet person. Correct. This episode starts off at the Bikini Bottom Zoo. So we can see the Bikini Bottom Zoo sign, we can see annual free day, there's a whole sign for it, there's uh, people moving about, and there's a man handing out free balloons, and the narrator even says, you know, the zoo is having its free day, including free balloons, which we've seen is a thing before. But it's probably not free balloon day. This
1: is not national free balloon day. This is free day at the zoo where there happens to also be balloons. Right.
0: This isn't a national day.
1: Right. (laughs) Only uh, annual free day where everything is free at the zoo. Yep. So, of course, uh, Mr. Krabs is taking full advantage of this.
0: Yeah. So we see a man holding a bunch of balloons and he gives one to a child But then Mr. Krabs, uh, who's dressed up with a mustache, he's disguised.
1: Yeah, a big fake mustache. He
0: runs in and just steals all the balloons.
1: Similar to plankton in that one episode. The big fake mustache.
0: Yeah. It's a disguise. People can't tell who you are. If you wear it, right. And it's funny to note that the kid here is Monroe, uh, according to the transcript, which I believe it is. The time I can remember, he actually says his name in the show is the Krabby the Clown episode where mm. he picks up the child and shakes him to, and he can hear the money jingling. But he says, what's your name? Monroe.
1: Oh, okay. That's funny. And it's a but f- that is name. that is how all these characters get their name. It's like at one point they are called by name, which is why a lot of the characters on the wiki have like two to three different names because they never kept up with continuity. And like the one where he's like, Hey Frank, you know. Yeah. It's like that fish I'm pretty sure has a different name in another episode, you know. So you so when you see it, you'll see a lot of characters on the wiki. Uh for listeners, I don't know if you've ever gone on the Spongebob Wikia thing, but um the Spongebob oh, I'm sorry, the Spongebob fandom, not Wikia, my bad. Um but that's like what we get a lot of our like uh little summaries and stuff from. But the Spongebob Wiki, a lot of the characters will have two or three names a lot of times. It's yeah. it's funny, and that's why, because they're randomly named in one episode.
0: But it's also funny that we don't know... I mean, I don't know of anyone whose name is Monroe as their first name. As a first name, yeah. Obviously, we know the I'm, Malcolm family. I'm
1: sure it exists, but it's definitely not a common first yeah. name.
0: It's also a city nearby.
1: Yeah. And, uh county? county is it also a county i don't think so I don't maybe it's it a, is it's a street it is a it is a city though in michigan for sure uh not too far from here right it's yep. about an hour from my house so yeah
0: anyways uh so free balloons the narrator mentions free drinks and we see somebody going up and like leaving this drink uh it's a soda shooter
1: yeah it's a, a fountain soda yeah. fountain
0: yeah so some guy's leaving with uh A drink that he filled, and then Mr. Krabs runs up with a huge barrel and is putting pop in it. Right.
1: And then, this is great, free... Light bulbs,
0: yeah. And we see Mr. Krabs unscrewing a light bulb from one of the street lights, right? He's
1: obviously taking it too far. Even the narrator is like, What? Yeah, the narrator's kind of like, part of that, yeah.
0: He just says that with his voice. And then two cops are walking by, yeah. And Mr. Krabs goes, Ha, top of the morning, boys. And he's all nervous (laughs) and hides it. And it's funny that line he's gonna say again, yeah, that's his, like, Oh, everything's fine thing yeah. is to just say top of the morning uh which it is actually the morning because the zoo is just opening right
1: yeah i guess it seems like um yeah i guess it is, is long episode. it seems like it's first thing in the morning i think that's fair to say but um so mr Craig he's off to the gift shop
0: yeah he's he scuttles away to the gift shop and
1: uh that is the last we'll see of him for a little bit but Spongebob and Patrick are there, and uh, they're talking about Oyster Stadium. Which and they're
0: wearing hats that say Zoo on them. They're green, and they have... They're uh, actually
1: red, pal.
0: Wow. Sorry. That sucks. I thought yeah. they were green. So they have Totally red. They do have a brim, and then they also have a little fan on the top of it, like a little plastic fan.
1: Yeah. Uh, like I think those hats are... I think that's actually what a a beanie hat is, I think if you look it up, like that will pop up the propeller hats. Those were called beanies before beanies were called beanies.
0: Yeah. That's funny.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, Yeah, it has, it holds the largest, the oyster stadium holds the largest oyster held in captivity and it does tricks.
0: Yeah. So he's trying to sell Patrick on how good this is going to be. And then he, Takes off his hat, and his face just is very strange. And he kind of looks like Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. The way that his (sighs) eyes are moved, and he has, like, a big mouth area, and he goes... Oh, I get what
1: you're saying. Right. Yeah. His mouth gets really big. And his
0: eyes are, like, all over the place, and uh, the shape of him. He just looks like Ed. He's drawn like him. And, like, an announcer, he says, He spits a giant pearl 100 feet in the air. Like a cannonball. And he he takes his hat and smushes it into a ball, uh, puts it in his mouth, and spits it up in the air, and it lands on a kid's ice cream cone.
1: Yes. Uh, And he doesn't even, like, say anything to the kid. That's like it. It just lands there, and that's it. He doesn't want to get it back or anything. Right. It's just the kids now.
0: And it just cuts back to Patrick who's super excited and says, why are we hanging around watching a cheap imitation? Let's get over there. <laughs> but really it was kind of impressive.
1: Right. That is funny for him to say, like call it a cheap imitation. It's like, that was dumb as fuck what you just did. Let's yeah. go see the real thing.
0: Yeah. And they're like, this is the greatest day of our lives. And then they run in and we can see the big oyster is uh, sleeping. And Patrick remarks, this is the greatest day of our lives. Snoozing
1: peacefully. Um Boring. It's like it reminds me of a uh, piranha plant in Mario sixty four in a way. Yeah,
0: just peacefully snoozing. Yeah,
1: it's snoozing. Uh, did you see that thing I posted? How that song is much longer than you would ever know because yeah. you would never be sitting there long enough to hear the whole thing. Yeah, and that's it's funny. good. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, it's not off super long, but it's like a full like minute long track. With like, I will
0: tell you that I have actually sat there and listened to it in the game before. I've just stood next to one for a long time. Oh yeah. When I was doing other things. Sure. And Mario goes to sleep too. Right. Yeah. How sweet.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, whoa, I just thought of something. How crazy would it be to try to make, like, a TV show in, like, Super Mario, like, obviously you would, like, emulate it to, like, make different characters and stuff.
0: Yeah. That, would be, about it. that
1: could be cool, though.
0: I've liked the idea of doing it with games that you wouldn't think. It would be fairly limited, but you could like tell a story. You could definitely do it. Yeah. Um. I've always wanted to do that with something that people don't use. Like who wants to do another Halo or who wants to do right like this. But it's like, oh, we are telling the story in like XCOM or something, you know, anything. That would be a, a crazy one. Yeah. So uh so then Patrick and SpongeBob are going to try to get uh the oyster to wake up cuz SpongeBob remarks again, "You know, Patrick, we came to see pearls 100 feet in the air." And he does it <laughs> the same voice or the same yeah, the same voices before. So first he tries his oyster call, which sounds a lot like So then he looks over at Patrick when it's not working, and he kind of stops and gives up.
1: Yeah, Patrick, and Patrick just bails.
0: He's a jerk. He's like, I'm out of here. Thanks, thanks, thanks for, for nothing. Yeah. What is Like, it's yeah. SpongeBob's fault.
1: Right, right. Like, you brought me all the way here. So SpongeBob is still
0: determined to get it awake. He pulls out a bag of peanuts. Sea peanuts. And, yep. And he throws it at the oyster, and it just kind of bounces off and falls. And then, so,
1: wait, real quick. There's been reference to peanuts, sea nuts, and now sea peanuts. Yeah, that's true. All three exist yeah. in the same universe. They're yep. all different.
0: <laughs> or this is a brand. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the oyster starts moving around, and he's like, oh, Patrick, it's working. And Patrick comes back, and he's like, did I miss it? Nope. It's about to begin. The oysters just kinda looking around and sniffing and and then Yeah, uh,
1: and this is kind of foreshadowing because you if you know the outcome, you can tell that it is kind of like it's looking, looking for a, it's looking for something, right. I guess you could kind of be like it's looking for whatever it was that hit it, but yeah, knowing what it is, you know that it's looking for something else.
0: Yeah. But uh it looks like it's about to like its mouth is going to burst out with something like it's going to shoot a pearl right. and they're excited. But then it just starts crying and it's yelling and crying so much that Patrick and SpongeBob are blown away from the, uh, the velvet rope at the front edge of the Coliseum that they're in into the first row of the stands.
1: Yeah. It, it it's, uh, enough force to move them. Yeah. And it is, it's loud and it's like an annoying cry too. Um,
0: yeah, and if you didn't see, there were signs uh, painted on the side door of the entrance, but then we actually see a zoo worker call the clam by name, Right. which I don't think has been said out loud until now. What's wrong now. with Clamoo? Yeah, which is obviously a play on SeaWorld's attraction of Shamu.
1: Yes, uh, classic 90s orca whale.
0: Yeah, do you remember Free Willy as well?
1: I do, but I never watched Free Willy too much. I was more of like a flipper kid.
0: Yeah, I was more of a Free Will.
1: Free William. William. Yeah. Uh, no, I definitely watched it. It was kind of more my sister's thing, Free Willy. Because it was like, we were pretty young when oh, it came out. Oh, she liked Free Willy. Or it might have even came out, but the first one might have came out before we were born. It's definitely around that time that yeah. it came out.
0: Why would she have to pay for Willy when she could just get it for free? <laughs> on An annual free day Oh. get this free willy Whoa. <laughs> shout out to willy watts
1: <laughs> free willy that would be a good like if he were like locked up in yes. jail or something
0: that should be a thing again that'd be funny if he just took a break from being in the ring or something yeah it's like Oh, he's Now a, I'm going to start the Free Willy like, campaign because no one, can, some
1: commissioner or something, is like, "You are no longer allowed to wrestle in yeah. this promotion," but he's still booked on every show yeah, as like a Free John Willy. Cena did.
0: Yeah, yeah, when right, he was right. Banned, right. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. Oh man,
1: he could sell so many shirts. Yeah, <laughs> I think Shit. so.
0: And then, and it's just like a, a whale with blonde hair and a big mustache. As his shirt, you know? What? Free Willy. Like, it's a oh. big whale with just blonde hair and a big mustache. Oh, man. That would actually yeah. be funny. And a thong. Yeah, yeah. In the flipper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. A whale tail? Yeah. Yes. Some whale tail. Uh, so, the worker is like, easy, girl. It's me, Joe. Remember, <laughs> so we find out this is Joe, and they have a... I love that. They have a relationship, and he's... Well, he's her handler. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're friends. Yeah. And he's like, come on, you know me. But instead, she opens her mouth, uh, grabs him with her tongue, and throws him out of the stadium, and we watch him fall all the way out of it. So she just murdered Joe.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a thing. Some of these captive animals that do tricks, there was that whole blackfish uh documentary that was popular a while ago
0: yeah like about the tigers uh no that well.
1: was a, i well the tigers did it um elephants have done it, it yeah. it's a real thing and honestly i'm personally against that sort of thing like circuits and all that shit it's not what animals are for that's like not why yeah. they're here they're not here for our entertainment um and you know those animals are treated like shit if you don't know about that um i encourage you to look it up on your own time but um yeah, you know, so this is like kind of a real thing that happens. But no, it happened with uh, orca, an orca that like killed one of its people that it performed with for like 15 years or some shit like that. And one day it just killed him.
0: That's crazy. Yeah.
1: It was something like that. Uh, that was very, uh, that might be a little bit wrong. So, but anyway, uh, Patrick is uh, pretty excited about the uh, the death of Joe.
0: He's like, now this is a show. And he, he actually is getting into it at the murder that was just committed. And then
1: we have this is probably actually, there's a lot of good jokes in this episode, but I really liked this one um, where you can see the PA system, like the speakers on, you know, outside uh, so they can announce things to the, the patrons of the zoo.
0: Attention, zoo patrons! Clamou the giant oyster is on an emotional rampage. Please scream and run around in circles. Circles. I just love
1: that emotional rampage. Like yeah. it, they know that it's not just mad for no reason. It's like an emotional thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah but run a scream and run around for circles. Yeah. Thanks and, for coming. Yeah. Right. And they're all and they around. all oblige. They yeah. all do it.
0: And it's also I think it's the same announcer as the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy or something. It's yeah. I mean, the announcer, the there's only a
1: few announcer voices that yeah. they use. And then um, we
0: see that it comes back and Clamou is actually uh like really ripping messing up, up part of the stadium. Right. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. of the metal and brick and like just te- tearing it apart. Yeah. Yeah. And uh one of the zoo workers is like, "You guys got to get out of here. Uh there's nothing more dangerous than an emotionally disturbed oyster." <laughs> and then he points Right in Spongebob's face. Right. You didn't do anything that might have caused this horrible tragedy, did you?
1: Right. It's funny how he doesn't suspect Patrick at all. Yeah. He's, like, right in Spongebob's face.
0: So Spongebob goes, uh, but Patrick answers for him. No way. Only a jerk would upset a gentle giant. Right, Spongebob? And Spongebob just puts the peanut bag behind his back. Right. Right.
1: Oh, man, you can tell. And, yeah, I mean, he's definitely kind of reluctant about it. He doesn't really want to lie, but he doesn't want to get in trouble either. And now that Patrick set him up for it, he's like, right. But he's obviously scared still about the whole situation.
0: Right. And then cut right into another great line that people may remember that Patrick, as as they're walking away. yeah. Yeah, he goes, man, if I ever see the guy who upset Klamu... I'd have a few choice words for him, which usually means, like, I would have these words picked out that I would say that are usually, you know, bad words that you'd say to somebody. But Patrick instead says words like you and are and a jerk. So obviously he doesn't he's he doesn't say uh and jerk. He says right. a jerk is one word. Right. But the timing is good.
1: Yeah. Uh and he asks SpongeBob, he's like, You're sure you didn't see anything suspicious? And of course SpongeBob's still nervous. I already said I didn't, sheesh. Like
0: he's like, Hey, you obviously know
1: obviously giving himself away, but nobody's Patrick's too dumb to pick up on that. Yeah, it.
0: Patrick's like, Hey, hey, let's uh let's go investigate and catch the low life that's responsible and then Patrick or SpongeBob is like give it a rest there's no crime to investigate right although obviously something has laying in on her thick mad.
1: right yeah. that nothing happened
0: but he he's like go home and he gets in his pineapple and immediately he like looks kind of worried but then he's like stupid patrick i didn't do anything wrong even yeah. though nobody has said that he did he's just ha- he's fighting his own he thinks he did guilt. though right yeah um it's like You know, what am I getting worked up about? I'm sure that by tomorrow, this whole ugly mess will be a funny memory. And he's like, ha, yeah, and turns on the TV.
1: Yep, and of course, the very first thing is our top story tonight. Giant oyster has its feelings hurt.
0: (laughs) And it's (laughs) like, like it's so funny
1: that like, everyone seems to understand that it's like, it's it's sad and upset. Like yeah. it's not just a wild animal. It's yeah. like it's been disturbed emotionally. Yeah. Like it's so funny. Its feelings have been hurt.
0: It's got like the breaking news music, like the da. Yeah, right, right, right. Type thing. Yeah, and he's just saying uh talking about the only clue they could find is this lone peanut. And as they show these things, sometimes it cuts to SpongeBob's reaction where He's not making a noise or saying anything. He's just looking in astoundment at the mess that he believes he created. So the announcer fish says that it's uh, a cry that can be that's so powerful it can be heard around the world. And then we have little cartoony uh, that just the way that it's in there. It's images of real people, but with different landmarks behind them. And they're all covering their ears, real humans and you can see that they can hear it in Egypt, Holland, and India.
1: Yes. And uh, so, yeah, it's a really loud cry. It breaks the sound barrier and the hearts of the citizens of Bikini Bottom.
0: Yeah, and it cuts to a family, like a mom and two kids that are in inside of Shamu's little lair, as they'll call it. Right,
1: yeah, Oyster Stadium. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and he goes on to say what kind of cruel, careless, evil person would deliberately upset one of Neptune's most gentle creatures. And, and he's a, like starting to cry here. He tears up.
0: Yeah. The, the little fish. Yeah, he, he has a tear that comes down his eye <clears throat> and down his face. And then Hans comes on and wipes it away. Yeah.
1: That's and how upset
0: uh, everyone is about it, By it.
1: Right. And just then, Gary. Merle,
0: And SpongeBob shrieks. Yeah. It startles yeah! him so much. And he's like, no, Gary, how would I know anything about the oyster? He meow. meows again. Defensive? I'm not defensive. What is this? 20 questions? <laughs> and he, uh, he looks out the window and he can see Oyster Stadium. And you can hear Klamu yelling and crying. So we find out that it's just a squiggly road away from Spongebob's house.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's visible from the first floor window.
0: But you can tell that he's having guilt or feeling guilt because he's saying, you know, this is out of hand. All I did was throw a peanut. I didn't want it to cry. You know, I just wanted to see it do stunts. He's like, come on, everyone's going to hate me. What am I going to do? And he decides, you know what? You know someone who could... He's, like, setting it up. Let's see. Who could never hate me, no matter what I do? And then we see him go up to the person who is probably the least... Dis- the one who least... Right. Uh, ...resembles that description. You think he's going to
1: go to Patrick, maybe.
0: Yeah, but or his parents or someone. But he's right. knocking on Squidward's Grandma. door.
1: But no, it's Squidward. Yeah, he goes to Squidward to tell, to tell him to confess. And he's like... Uh...
0: He's already rubbing his head like he has a headache, as Squidward answers the door. Oh
1: right, yeah, and uh, he says the overgrown clam, which is what we were saying before, but that part got fucked by the technical difficulty. Yeah. Uh, so the overgrown clam is giving me a headache. I can't even take my afternoon beauty nap.
0: And this was—I was listening to it and I was like, "Wait, isn't it a clam?" But then that's when SpongeBob. Corrects him, kind of. Right. Well, yeah, because I was thinking, isn't he a clam? Oh. You know, like he's just calling him oversized, but then SpongeBob says, funny (laughs) thing, you should mention that oyster. So he says it what it actually is. Right. Instead of the assaulting, insulting way that Squidward calls it a clam.
1: Right. And, um,. He goes on to do the, the typical, let me just say, I know this guy who may have something to do with the, that whole thing.
0: And he's uh, very nervous, and Squidward is excited. He's like, you know the guy that did it? And Spongebob gulps. He's like, oh, this is awesome. He's like, we'll turn him in, and then uh, I'll get so much sleep, I'll be gorgeous. And he looks so happy. <laughs> what, a,
1: what a dumbass. <laughs>
0: Because he couldn't have done it at any time up until this day when the clam's freaking out, apparently. It hasn't right. worked yet, but now it will. So he's like, uh, you know, I'm just talking hypothetically. He's like, oh, so you don't know who did it? Well, uh... <laughs> yeah, it goes on no. for a
1: while, Where, but then he's just like, I, uh, no. SpongeBob, and he just slams the door in his face. Yeah,
0: SpongeBob struggles between telling the truth Or having Squidward turn him in, and Squidward knowing the awful deed he did. Right. So So he decides to keep it a secret, and uh, next he sees Patrick.
1: Patrick is right behind him, and it scares him. We get another,
0: "Ah!" Yeah, he goes, gotcha! Yeah. And SpongeBob shrieks, jumps right out of his pants, and uh, he's... Patrick's got a magnifying glass looking to the ground. He's got a Sherlock Holmes hat, and he says, "Uh, where were you on the day of today? Don't play games with me, mister. But he's not talking to SpongeBob like we may expect. He's actually uh, looking on the ground, and he's uh, talking to the ground, essentially. Yeah,
1: with his magnifying glass. Yeah. You probably already said that. Um,
0: But... And Patrick or SpongeBob's like, "What are you doing?" And Patrick responds with, "Oh, hi, SpongeBob. Like, oh, I didn't even see you there." Right. What he is doing is continuing his investigation of the Great Clamoo Caper.
1: And of course, SpongeBob wants to know if he's found anything out because he's the he's the he is the Great Clamoo Caper. Um, and he, he says, "Yes. No. Wait. Uh. No." <laughs> And, uh, but he thinks the, this one grain of sand looks suspicious, as does a nearby rock. And, uh, also this little piece of grass, he's got a few questions for it. But, um, SpongeBob, uh, you know, is not to worry because Patrick is on the case and the truth will be revealed. And at this point, SpongeBob, like, nervously runs away.
0: Yeah, he's running away and then. You can just hear Patrick's voice echoing in the outside. It has a deep reverb to it. It's the truth will be revealed. Yeah. Um so he's getting very nervous, but he doesn't he walks right past his house and uh you see him that he goes to see Sandy now.
1: Yes. Um and someone of course someone needs
0: to help him Feel better, or at least be able to open up about what he did.
1: And of course, Sandy, being a lover of animals who are not anthropomorphic, uh, is sorry, feels sorry for that poor, poor critter. Um, and she, of course, lays it on thick as everyone is like, what kind of inconsiderate person would upset such a gen- gentle thing?
0: Yeah, and he. He says, uh, "You know, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about." And she, she keeps on her tangent. Why, when I find out who caused that oyster so much pain? No more jiggery pokery. It's it's a very old like cowboy term.
1: Yeah. Um. And she she holds up a phone book and rips it in half. Like yeah, she holds it-, it up like where. To cover SpongeBob yeah, and and then rips it in half. As if she were going to rip him in half. To insinuate ripping him in half. And, of course, that's how SpongeBob takes it. And it's
0: yellow. And also, she's holding it on the sides, not even, like, the top. She's holding it on the sides at first. She's very strong.
1: Yeah. And then she's like, now what was it you wanted to talk about? And And he's he's like, like, yeah, he's, like, physically, like, his body's like going crazy. Yeah, his eyes
0: just... twitching and his arms are all like moving weird. It's mm-hmm. like, why are you so twitchy like that? It's like twitchy. Who's twitchy? I'm not twitchy. He's like, uh, I I gotta go get my hair cut. <laughs> Clearly, just thinking of a quick excuse. And she goes, SpongeBob doesn't have hair. Or, or does, does he? Does he? And she all looks all weirded yeah. out. Yeah. Which, uh, his license did say he has yellow hair, We, of course,
1: know he does have hair, and it's yellow. Mr. Krabs has no hair, though.
0: It's his ball hair. (laughs) It's the only place he has hair.
1: It could be his ball and wiener hair.
0: Yeah. The one that he showed to those high school girls that one time (laughs) (laughs) when he was splattered on the front door.
1: (laughs) Yeah, his bush was just crazy. Yeah, That's why they were laughing at him.
0: Yeah. Just a Um, big
1: bush with a tiny little donger sticking out.
0: Yeah, so then we see SpongeBob running down the street, and he gets to his house, and he's, like, standing on it almost, trying to open the door. Like, he's completely sideways, about to open the door. But then you hear Patrick say, Hey, SpongeBob. And SpongeBob, like, jumps up in the air, and then he, like, splits apart, and he falls. Yeah, like, his
1: eyes, like... Yeah, his eyes fall and... on him and
0: his mouth they all fall into different places on right. him. Right. And uh he kind of looks like an omelet. And then we get a great shot of Patrick where he looks like he's Oh yeah he's figured it he's out. He's excited and...
1: and he's like got this like, I don't know, like not quite a shit eating grin, but it's like a Yes, it's like a yeah, like a mischievous kind of gram. Yeah, for but sure. But he,
0: uh, the, it's actually a meme, it's not a, one of the most popular SpongeBob memes, but it is used for one sometimes.
1: I did not know that, but I could see it.
0: Yeah, so he's like, This is it, all the clues are coming together. Um, I followed these footprints right to this exact spot, which were Spongebob's footprints. Right. And then right where you're standing, I found this bag of peanuts. It's all coming together. And, you know, it actually is. It He is kind of piecing together. Yeah, he's actually almost think, got it. Right. Yeah, it's, this is what we think the thing, the actual issue is with the clam. Uh, and he, he puts his armor on Spongebob and gets real close to whisper in his ear. And he says... I'm so close to solving this taste. (laughs) I'm so close to solving this case or this crime. I can almost taste it. And we can see a close-up of Patrick uh, next to SpongeBob, and he starts licking the side of SpongeBob's head. And we're kind of grossed out for a sec. You know, when you're watching it as a kid? Yeah, it's like, what? (laughs) Right, but then it cuts back. And Patrick is eating an ice cream that looks just like... It's a popsicle. Yeah, uh, that but it's looks
1: square and has holes in it. Like yeah, Sponge maybe Bob.
0: maybe it's a reference to the the actual the SpongeBob pops that they sell. Ice you know? pop
1: thing ice cream pop thing.
0: Yeah, but gumball he's... Gumball eyes. He is like, boy, crime fighting sure makes me hungry, and this yellow popsicle hits the spot. Yeah. To finish that little joke. But then SpongeBob clearly can tell that... Patrick hasn't pieced it together completely. Right. And he's like, well, uh, good luck with that. Uh, see you later. And gets inside. Yep. But instantly, he gets banging on the door. And we hear, open up. This is the police. And his eyes fall out of his head and roll yeah, on the ground. right. And he's looking for him because he can't see.
1: Right. He can't keep it together, like, literally. Yeah, he's know. like, "Uh, just a second. His body keeps falling apart.
0: <laughs> but then, unlawfully, the police fish open up Barge the door in, and yeah. come in anyways. And he uh, shows his badge and is like, are you SpongeBob SquarePants? Y- yes. And he's holding his eyes at this point. And he goes, put those eyeballs back in your head, son. We got some questions. <laughs> SpongeBob puts them in and he twists them and like is moving them around like yeah, a dial until right. they're in the right spot.
1: Yeah. And he's like, were you on the zoo on the day of the oyster incident? Which and is the same day. Yeah. And they're
0: <laughs> they're tapping their uh the batons like they're gonna beat the shit up. <laughs> like it's intimidating.
1: Yeah, and uh he's like,
0: Yes. And he hi- he starts hiding in his Yeah pants, his so. like
1: his body is like going down into his pants and then with each question it goes further down. Right. So. And
0: then what a great question. Did you or did you not take part in various activities of zoo time merriment? Yeah. He sings lower. Um, And then he holds up a Ziploc bag with a uh, little label that says Exhibit A written on it. And he goes, are you familiar with this peanut? Which it could be any peanut. But SpongeBob knows what it is. And he says yes well
1: they did say they found a peanut at the scene of the crime so it is that peanut
0: right but it's it could be any peanut They right. could right i guess put they put could have set it up right spongebob did not know that that was the same one uh i get what you're saying yeah at this point he's hiding so much in his pants it looks like he took a big dump underneath it's yeah all i was gonna say it's definitely <laughs> like a looking. like
1: a big full-ass diaper
0: yeah and uh and then just one more question is it true you were at the oysters lair with a Mister Patrick Star? Like calling it a lair is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but then he bursts out, "Yes, it's true! It's true!" And he's picking up his hands and putting them kind of to his face as he mentions these: the Merriment, the Peanut, the Patrick. <laughs> and then he, uh, we hear the police fish say. That's all we need to know, son. Let's book 'em. And then you hear a clink, but then you look, and there's handcuffs on Patrick. Yeah. And they wouldn't work very well because Patrick's arms, you know, they go have in... no
1: nothing to stop them from sliding off. Yeah, because they saying? just get smaller yeah. to points. Right, right. Know? They would they would slip right off easily. <laughs> but yeah, and Patrick has a great line here where he's, he's confused. like, "You guys are good." I'm the last person I would have suspected, but I was looking for me all the time. It's the perfect crime.
0: Uh, So then the judge or the police fish says, yeah, yeah, tell it to the judge (coughs) pinky being so mean to him because he's a criminal.
1: I also love how Patrick, I mean, yeah, we know he's a dum-dum, but like he's been convinced that he did it. Like, he obviously doesn't remember doing it. Yeah, the cops. But he's like, oh, well, I guess I did it. The cops said I did it.
0: Yeah. And SpongeBob, knowing that it was him, he's like, oh, no, Patrick's too sensitive for the big house. (laughs) And then they drive away, but SpongeBob runs out following them. Wait, I'm the one you want. I'm the criminal.
1: But nobody's there to hear it.
0: Yeah, so then we cut back into... uh, The Oyster Stadium and Patrick is just sitting there chained to the this like wooden platform on the bottom next to Clamoo and everybody is in the stadium. The whole town is there. Yeah. They all have bags of peanuts
1: and the fish sandals who's like a surfer fish like scooter similar trunks and similar looking fish different colors though uh, who typically has a surfer voice uh, uses uh, Harold's typical like British voice. Accent. Apparently it's Cockney. I don't know the different, differentials between Cockney. The different uh British accents, but I know there are, are difference different dialects, if you will. Yeah. But um
0: hey, everybody let's throw peanuts at him and see how he likes it. I get what I deserve <laughs> 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 oh. 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 Oh.
1: Yeah, so uh, they all do, and of course, Patrick, being the eating machine that he is, is able to move enough to catch all of the peanuts in his mouth. Yeah,
0: so first, none of them are hitting him, and he's just like, I get what I deserve, but then he starts going over and catching them, and and then after they stop and he just eats them, he goes, ouch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right, Uh, and... Just then, SpongeBob comes in and tells everyone to hold their peanuts. Patrick Starr is innocent. I've come here to reveal the truth, and they say that truth and honesty will be rewarded with trust and forgiveness. He's trying to like butter him up to yeah. be like, he's giving I'm about a, to admit, but you people need to be, you need to repay me with forgiveness. It's only yeah, fair for me setting, to come clean.
0: He's setting up his monologue, and the whole time he does his monologue, Patrick is hungry. Peanuts. Patrick Starr is innocent. I have come here to reveal the truth. They say that truth and honesty will be rewarded with trust and forgiveness. I'm here to lay my cards on the table, to trim the branches of deception from the tree of life, to shave away the unkempt sideburns from the face of truth. I... Just get on with it! I am the one who threw the peanut. I know now that what I have done is wrong. And so I say, I am sorry, giant performing oyster. I am sorry, Patrick. I am sorry, citizens of Bikini Bottom. Aye! Let's throw peanuts at both of them!
1: It's kind of funny because, yeah, I I always thought that part was weird. I don't know. But it's kind of funny, I guess.
0: And it's also like Patrick doesn't understand that SpongeBob is helping him here. Right. Um, So he gives this very big uh, speech. And as he's stalling with it, the guy's like, just get on with it. Shave the
1: unkempt sideburns from the face of truth. What an incredible line.
0: And then he's like, I did the, you know, I did the dub. I (sighs) threw the peanut. I know it's wrong. I'm sorry, Oyster. I'm sorry, Patrick. I'm sorry, Citizen's of Bikini Bottom. But then Patrick stops humming, and then the guy responds... Hey, let's throw peanuts at both of them. Uh-huh. And then they all start, they're about to start throwing peanuts at him. But the zoo worker, who's got, like, he's over in the open little uh, tool area or the equipment shack. He's like, wait, here's the real criminal. And then he pulls out Mr. Krabs, who responds, uh, top of the morning. And then his fake mustache falls off.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: like Mr. Krabs, Patrick. Patrick still chained up goes. I
1: knew it. <laughs> so no one knew that that was Mr. Krabs uh, before. Yeah. But um, he says he's a Mr. Krabs has stolen a very important item from the oyster, and he goes to hold it up. But yeah. behold! In- instead of grabbing the oyster, he just grabs Mr. Krabs. Uh, clothes. clothes and his, rips them right off his, his pants body.
0: and uh shirt. all combo. one piece yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: which that's two episode two episodes and two times mr krabs has been naked
0: yeah and there's gonna be and more. like
1: jokes about it what
0: okay because it it's was just, on the 45, it's just lagging so it's yeah sure um yeah, so the crowd is just like, "Oh, ew." And he's like, "Oh, wait, wait a minute." And he puts the clothes back on and then he grabs the pearl. "Behold, the oyster's pearl." And uh everybody's in shock. He gives it back to her and she sniffs it and everybody starts cheering like, "Yeah, you know, she'll be good." And then the pearl starts to crack. And then we see a little baby oyster come out.
1: Yeah. And, and then it cries, gets, "Mama." Yeah,
0: "Mama." And it jumps on the. On.
1: On top of the larger clam. Yeah. And there's and like. There's hearts, a little I heart. Think. And, yeah.
0: and Clam makes a big smile. And everyone
1: goes, "Oh." Yeah. And
0: SpongeBob <laughs> says, Mother of Pearl, the oyster's the mother. And that pearl's no pearl. It's an egg. Yeah. What just a strange series yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, it
1: is.
0: Um.
1: Um, and.
0: Everybody looks at Mr. Krabs, and they're all angry at him.
1: And they're gonna beat the shit out of him.
0: And uh, he goes, <laughs> "But it's free day," and then they all throw peanuts on him and bury him.
1: So I guess part guess he doesn't go to jail for really. It. There's no like, I guess not really a moral of the story because it's like I guess don't steal or don't t- maybe don't fuck with nature is uh, maybe well, like deep down I guess you could make that argument. Or
0: also in the end. Uh, it's best to be honest and come clean. That too, right? With, it's kind of uh, a multiple or thing. guilt will kill you, right? Yeah.
1: Don't steal. Don't you know? Take advantage. Yolo. It's got it's got quite a few little little messages in it. Really a good episode. at At yes. first, I was thinking maybe I didn't like this one as much as I remember, but uh, no, I definitely do. This one's jam packed with jokes. Really fun. Uh, and
0: of course, the name is a play on the smoking gun. I didn't, which is like the evidence that ties something directly right, to right, the person right
1: so if you find the smoking gun that's like what that's all you need it's then like you their know.
0: motive usually i think or it could be a motive or it could be a uh it's just the piece that brings the case together right right
1: so in this case it was a peanut that was the evidence yeah instead of a gun
0: not mr peanut smoking weed or cigarettes <laughs> that would be strange
1: <laughs> smoking peanut they,
0: if if you find an image like that, make that the image of the episode. <laughs> Mr. Peanut. <laughs> Just Mr. Peanut, Peanut high as shit. <laughs> Silly. That's nuts. Anyways, that does it for us. Thank you all for listening. I hope that you've enjoyed us, and it's good to be back on a regular schedule again.
1: Yeah. Uh, we had
0: a bye week.
1: We had a bi- an unexpected bye week um but here we are uh we're back again and then again.
0: It, you know it was just like by curious day or whatever because of triple h no i did like
1: not like within this
0: week it was uh it goes back to an episode where of raw where china is speaking spanish at the announcer table and jr's like i didn't know you were bilingual and triple h goes I'm by a lot of things. Lingual oh, right. isn't one of them. Yeah, right.
1: He, yeah, he like basically says I'm. It's like a I'm bisexual. Yeah, I'm and bisexual. Then he, oh,
0: and man. he, uh, Jr. goes, "You didn't mean to say that, did you?" And he goes, "Nope. <laughs> like he probably didn't mean to say that." It's good. Lingual isn't one of them. <laughs> what a funny line. That it, it is. It does fit Triple H's character, though. Like to I, be by? yeah like I, I i fuck dudes you know i have and women like yeah. i'm married i'm the champ i can do whatever i want it kind of you know? does
1: i guess yeah
0: it's like i just you know i i make love to all of the D- generation x yeah right
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have sex with my buddy Mr.
0: Ass,
1: yeah, yeah. Mr. Ass, You know, there's a reason we all want to see his ass all the time. He's yeah. got a great ass, and we like to have sex with him.
0: Yeah, and when we're traveling, it's nice to get some road dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> While I'm driving,
1: and we all we all gang bang X Pac whenever yeah. we feel like. Triple X Pac. So, he's so tiny.
0: Yeah, we just pocket. right So in. I can't
1: find a image of Mr. Peanut smoking, but I did find that.
0: He's like lighting himself on fire. He's
1: he's like a piece of weed.
0: Oh, and he's lighting himself. Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's as close as it gets, I think.
0: Anyways, let's uh, let's do the credits.
1: All right. Uh, so thanks so much for listening, gang. I have been Alexander Beardsley online. You can find me everywhere under the name Ashton Waganda. A s h t o n w a g a n d h a I, of course, Wrestle as that name, and that is the name of all of my social media, literally on a lot of different platforms, um, on even things like Steam and uh, Twitch and things like that. You can find me, uh, YouTube as well, so check it out. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, please subscribe, and uh, you know, subscribe so you get your episodes right into your podcast feed. Mm-hmm every week, every Wednesday. Uh, and, yeah.
0: I'm Zach Main, totally rad underscore Zach, mystified. Uh, hit us up at Productions at gmail.com. And uh, we look forward to covering the next episode. The episode where we will cover shanghai and Gary Takes a Bath. <laughs> Will the boys end up Shanghai? Will Gary take a bath? We'll find out. And it's also uh, an episode where we have some special things to cover from uh, our friend, our pal from the Netherlands who reached out to us.
1: Oh, that's where I knew he was right. Did he say Netherlands in in his email?
0: Um, I think he says. It might be a different word for it, like Holland or Dutch or something. Well, he says a Dutch G. That's,
1: that's all I remember. Did he actually say where he was from?
0: He says, my name is Guido, 24 years old, and I'm from the Netherlands. It's the oh, first thing he says. My bad. Besides, dear Alex and Zach. <laughs>
1: oh, cool. Well, thanks, man. Um, Yeah, we're going to... Uh, Thanks for uh, actually letting us know about that Because I might not have I actually did know about the, the three endings thing Because I had that one on DVD um, And I remember it had all three endings on yeah.
0: it We don't want to spoil too much Right Look for it next week One week from today If you're listening to it on release And if we put it out on the right day Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> So uh, thanks gang uh, Catch us all over the place We love you And Goodbye. Gucci.